welcome here. This is not the final stand, but you're going to want to go there. Time out has been given to me. Praise the Lord. I've been banned and struck, given another strike on YouTube. Of course, we know us Christian conservatives for what reason. Okay, so let's go to the narrative. I had a supernatural experience over a period around two weeks involving seeing an American Eagle with a flag over and over again, but also other supernatural experiences where the American Eagle was involved. I believe that this is a word of hope for America. I believe that this is God saying he's not done with America. And I believe that there is hope for America and uh, that it's not all doom and gloom. Then the other prophetic experience happened to me, which I need to uh, put into context, that I had a vision maybe a couple of years ago where I saw like the hand of God and he had a bag and he was pouring out numbers from it. The Lord spoke to me and said, I'll speak to you through numbers, not the book of numbers, but through numbers as the, the Bible talks about God has spoken through numbers. Like Jesus went on a 41 day fast. The children of Israel were in the desert. Well, Moses was in the desert for 40 years before God called him. Uh, of course, we covered Jesus was in the desert for 40 days, 40, uh, 40 days, not 40 nights, 40 days. And Noah was in the ark for 40 days and 40 nights, and the earth rained for 40 days and 40 nights. So you see those as examples in the Bible of transition, of testing, of even shifting into promotion, of just, just showing you that numbers are used in the Bible and have a significance. And you'll see that all through the Bible. So, but I had an experience, I saw the number 45, and I said to myself, I've studied numbers in Hebrew, and I've done in-depth study. I don't remember what the, the significance of the number 45 was. Duh. And then again, about a week later, I saw the number 45, and then I was like, oh, the number 45, <laughs> 45. Anyways, so I really believe that God intends to do a restoration. We're not talking in conjunction. We're not. We're not discussing on this platform um, the election of 2020, and we're not talking about fraud on this uh, platform. And um, I could dispute that even my video didn't violate anything, but we won't even discuss that here. Nevertheless, we know us who believe in Christ. The Bible says we would be persecuted for preaching the gospel and speaking the truth. But I really want to say that I believe that God is going to do a turnaround in America and that it's not over with. But having said that, I will also say that I had an experience last year where an eight-foot angel stood next to me and he, and he showed me, well, I, I, I was standing next to him in a gigantic field. If you read your Bible, it says that the field is the earth. And in, in like in the parable, Jesus said the field was the earth. And so we stood in this field and it was completely, uh, the, all the grass had died. And I started sharing last year that the Lord said that a major famine type of situation, food shortage coming to the United States of America. Now, you know, that's in the news uh, that I was, prof the Lord gave that to me, not I, but he gave me that word. Um, Last year was that vision, but I've had other visions about that as well. That's documented and archived on my Final Stand channel, which 
as, uh, as my main platform and channel that I have. But I'm doing a video here because I've got a strike and I can't do anything. So, all right, having said all that, uh, the angel of the Lord, a footstool standing next to me, and he says that a time of calamity is coming. I've shown the earth and it all the grass is dead in it. Speaking of famine, speaking of food shortage, then I'm taken up into heaven and I look down and, there, and the whole earth is dark, but there's light coming out of a few houses and places. And so I believe we are going to have some difficulties and I believe we will have difficulties this year. Uh, I believe that that prophetic word is, is beginning to uh, manifest. We see that what I prophesied about a time of drought coming is it is now even, um, you know, whoever's in who's whoever's in our president now, um, what's his name? Anyways, whoever he is, I think he said, yeah, that we're going to have a food shortage. Interesting. Whatever that, what is it? Joe? Anyways, whatever that his name of that guy is. Um, insignificant, probably, so you can't remember it. But um, yes, I believe that God is going to do some incredible things with the United States of America, and we need to continue to press and, and pray. But I also believe this scripture is true. Yeah, right here. Okay. And it is uh, from Jeremiah. Did I, did I introduce myself? I don't know. It, I, it doesn't really matter, but I think it's impolite not to do that. My name is John. I am a pastor and uh, have my doctorate in theology. So let me go ahead and share from Jeremiah 18, starting in verse 7. At what instant I shall speak concerning a nation, concerning a kingdom, to pluck it up, and to pull it down and to destroy it, if that nation against whom I have pronounced turn from their evil, I will repent of the evil that I thought to do. Now, God wasn't speaking audibly over nations. That's not biblical. Okay, the Bible says that, that God will do nothing to the earth unless he speaks through his servants, the prophets. So what he's talking about in context here is that if God prophesies over a nation, he's going to destroy that, or he's going to bless that nation in this case, but that nation turns from him, even though he's prophesied through a prophet, he will not bless that nation. That's what the word of God says, okay? And this is not, this is not a prophet talking. This is God speaking in this scripture. This is, it's written in, in the sense that God is speaking this. Now, of course, the voice he's saying is the prophet, and we all know that if we, we know our scriptures at all. So, at what instance I shall speak concerning a nation? That's the preference. I'm going to preference that. And concerning a kingdom, that's the context, to pluck it up and to pull it down and to destroy it. That's what we're talking about happening. If that nation against whom I have pronounced turns from their evil, I will repent. I'll change my mind of the evil that I had thought to do unto them. So God says, if I send a prophet and he prophesies on the blessed nation, or in this case, curse a nation, for, for this scripture, it's curse a nation, then they turn, if they repent, I will relent. Then going on to verse 9, and at what time, at what instance, I shall speak concerning a nation, concerning a kingdom, to build it and to plant it. Okay, so at what time, at what instance, 
I shall speak concerning a nation. Let's preface, okay, that that is the context that we're talking about. It's concerning a nation, concerning a kingdom to build it and plant it, to bless it. So, uh, to establish it, okay? That if it do evil in my sight, that it obey not my voice, then will I repent of the good wherewith I have said, I have said. That's right. That's the voice of the prophet. And I would, would benefit them. So God makes it clear that the prophetic is not set. That people can affect the prophetic by their actions. That's why Paul tells Timothy to fight and to do warfare the prophecy, for the prophecy that he's had over him. Why do that? If no matter what, it, what, what you do, the prophecy is going to come to pass. It makes no sense at all. Anybody with any common sense can see that. That it's clear. He said, Paul says to Timothy, you need to fight a good warfare in conjunction concerning the prophetic words that have gone over you. In other words, you're a free will agent. And that is, you make your choices, then your choices make you. We are the sum total of our choices. Things do not happen randomly, not in, not in the earth, and not even in heaven. They have intention and purpose, and actions are catalysts for change, good or bad. And so God is saying he wants to restore and bless America, okay, and that uh, he has plans for Donald Trump to be president again. So let's not lose hope, but also let's Let's do our part in praying and seeking God so that he can do things in our nation that he desires. I believe the prophetic is God sharing his heart with us and his purposes in the earth. Then the church is to align with God. See, God has a purpose and design for the church in a time and a season for which they should do things. Now, the church is to not be uh, sitting around idly. Understand the kingdom of God is not random. In fact, man, it, man uh, has what we call a soul, but this is actually a bad theological term. And like I said, I have my doctor in theology. Really, you are your soul. Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotion. It's the word suke, not pneuma. It's the Greek word, uh, okay, suke. And your greatest part of who you are is your will. That's right. And think people think of the, the, the soul as some mystical, esoteric thing because we've non-defined it, okay? And wisdom is not to mystify. That means to make something complex or un, something that you can't understand. But wisdom is to clarify and to simplify. So soul simply just means you. Mind, will, and your emotions. Okay, that's what it means. It's you. Okay. And so your, the greatest part of you is your will. The greatest part of you is your will in the kingdom of God. And so God said, if my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves, will humble themselves, turn from their sins, right? Seek my face. Then I will hear from heaven and I'll forgive their sins and I will heal their lands. So if my people will, we have a will. We are free will agents. We determine things. And as kingdom people, we're to be aggressive. 
the, the Bible says that the violent take heaven by force. This was in conjunction to uh, the time of John the Baptist, but it's also relevant today. And the heaven has always been that way. It, we must be aggressive, not waiting for God to do things. We must move God. If my people, which are called by my name, that's it's up to us. Ask and you shall receive. Knock and the door will be open. Seek and you shall find. That's an aggressive approach to the kingdom of God. We need to bring the kingdom of God down on earth, and we need to be violent about doing it. It's Pastor John. Shalom.